I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. That it does inside the Magic Podcast Box. We actually live in your device that you are listening to the podcast. We are in the air 
everywhere. This is our Saturday podcast. You already figured that one out. And we do it eight days a week. I want to thank the great Peter Brown, who joined us yesterday, one of my favorite talk show hosts. I love Peter. I know his phone sucked, but it was great hearing him, and I'd love to get him on again. Peter should be working somewhere. I would love to see him do a show somewhere because uh, I would I would listen because Peter's good. He is good at radio. We are joined yet again by someone who would love to be at the level Peter Brown was at, David Gascon, who's right over there, and he's making his way to the microphone. Here I am. I'm, yes. I'm here after that nice, pleasant introduction. I really appreciate the... Uh, well, well what was wrong with that? Inter- that was a fine introduction. It's kind of shitty, but... It's fine. It's not shitty. So you are? I mean, step No, no, no. Let me, let me, full disclosure. Now, full disclosure. So I we were going back and forth, and I told uh, you, Gascon, I said, just for you listening, I told Gascon, I yes. said, listen, I got a big name guest for this week. I, and then I told you who it was, and you then read me the riot act. I don't know who this guy is. You were so uneducated on Peter Brown. Bad job by you. You wanted to put some political guy on. No, What's up with that? I didn't, I didn't know who we were going to chat with today. I told you, and then you were all flustered. Well, I was, no, I wasn't flustered. I didn't know who he was. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, this is a bad job by you. You work in radio. That doesn't You mean work anything. in radio. You should Hold know on. the legends of the business. Yeah, but that doesn't count. I didn't know who Mike North was before I got to Fox. I didn't know uh, who you were until I got to Fox. See, that's a bad job by you because I that's we're different that way. Like I always want to know in my profession, yeah. who are the top people? Who do I need to aspire to be and be better than you? This is about this is about ambition. See, you you are um, this is a lacking ambition. No, if that bad is, job if, by you. If that is the case that I could go through Vince Scully, Bob Miller, Al Michaels, Harry Callis, Jack Buck, Joe Buck. Oh, so you don't want to be a talk show? You don't want to be in radio? You want to be a play-by-play guy? Those those are the people I listened to when I was growing up. I didn't listen to sports talk radio on the regular. It was mostly wow. listen to live live games. Wow, it's, it's it's crazy, man. Wait, why? It's crazy. Wait, why is that crazy? No, because you you should know who the top people are. Yeah, but as you guys had mentioned when you guys were talking the other day, he was doing local radio. I didn't know Peter at a local level. He was in what Wisconsin, Chicago. I mean, he was in Philly, Chicago, uh, stuff in Wisconsin at the yeah. end in Milwaukee. I mean, the same thing with Mike. Mike was in Chicago. Yeah. Francis, well, listen, I I didn't. I didn't, it was hard back in those days. It was so hard. It was so hard to hear these people. But there were ways you could listen, even before the internet really took off. And now you can listen to any radio show you want in any point, at any point in time. Every local show, every national show, it's all streaming and it's available to you. It's at your your fingertips. But it wasn't like that. But there were still ways you could listen. You had to work for it. But I always wanted to. I always wanted to hear the top people because I wanted to be one of those people, and so I wanted to hear what they sounded like. And then, uh, you know, not that you copy those people, but you take what you know, you heard and then you make it your own. Right, and I so, get that. I just, yeah. I I listen to a different uh, different crowd. Yeah, play by play though. You still you're not giving up that dream. Play by play, huh? You're all about it. Well, I mean, I'm covering several different platforms across uh the play-by-play sphere so what so would you, what would you why don't you a, why don't you go to what's the some college town and do play-by-play and just live in a small college town and do that and be the voice of a university well it's a little challenging to do that when i've done it regionally here in los angeles and in san diego for networks like fox and espn yeah. So no, I, I understand, but you could be like the big fish. I don't want to you know, in yeah, a small pond. I don't want to do that. When you don't want to be a big fish. You'd rather be a a uh, a small fish in a big pond. No, it's not that. But there's a there's a happy medium. There's plenty of guys that are working at the regional level that aren't. I don't want to say a plus material, but they're still yeah. getting work. Okay. You know, and I mean, when are we doing another high school football game, Gusky? When am I? When am I? I don't doing know. Like, I don't know if I yeah. want to have you back after you just decided to like shat on my face because. Wow. My my. Well, I was just trying. I'm giving you. Listen, I am giving you positive. That is tough sound love. Positive. No, no, no. Tough love. 
that's old school. I know you can handle it. I know there's no confusion and there's no there's no dishonor to that. And I'm giving you constructive criticism. That's not constructive criticism. It is. If you yeah. want to give me constructive criticism, you would you would listen to what I say on air and say that was good, that was bad. I would have said this differently. That's a great approach. Blah, blah, All right, blah, listen. Blah, blah. So you want me to That's be constructive like constructive criticism. You want me to be a consultant. Not, not, I am willing to be a consultant. Not, Pay me. I will be a consultant. A small market, so you can be a big fish in a small pond. Hey, I'm the guy that told you to go to West Virginia. Yeah, you did, and China, <laughs> and China. Yes, guess God. Oh. For those who are like David, would text me like, "Hey, I got this opportunity in West Virginia." You know, and they'd send me a picture of the city, and it was like all shacks and you know, just a <laughs> bunch of hillbillies and and all that I said, no no you should go you should go and do it and you know make it your own and all that of course you didn't do it yeah. then you got offered some job to work in communist china yeah. and i said go to china come on it's cheap to live there it's a big you know that's a big market it's the biggest market in the world china more people live there than anywhere right. you can go there and it was an american uh, vo- you know, voice we weren't going to speak uh, chinese you were going to speak english but you'd yeah. be on television there and you, you turned that down also yeah. bad job by you yeah and and while i've done that i I have I have kind of morphed. See, you've you've led me down two bad paths, and I came. No, I've not. No, 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 no. I've not led you down two bad paths. That's a lie. Well, that's a lie. Don't be an alarmist. Don't be an alarmist. Yeah, you you advised me to take some some bad paths. How about what did I advise you to take? You told me to take Bluefin, West Virginia. What's wrong with there's good people in Bluefin, West Virginia? I would have been under a contract for two years that I couldn't buy out. Two years is nothing. Being paid two years is nothing. Paid eleven dollars an hour. That's pretty bad. Um, and then well, in West Virginia, you'd be the third richest guy in blue, whatever town that was in blue West Virginia. Bluefin? Yeah. Are you sure it was Bluefin? Yeah, I'm like 99% sure it was. Uh, I think that's a type of tuna. Uh, it is. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a, I don't know that that's a city in West Virginia, but yeah. maybe it is. Um, so yeah, that you told me to do that, and then you told me to to go to, to the People's Republic of Communist. Yeah, you know, well, you're, you're a communist anyway, so you'd fit in very well over there. Oh boy. No, no, not at all. It was well. Uh, you believe in draconian things, like what? What's that? Like what? Well, you're very abrasive with me. That's different. Like I, I have you're, to be abrasive with you're me. oppressive. You're an, old, you're an old dog. You're an old ruthless. Dog. You don't yeah. like to move off your rock. You're you're stuck on that rock. Oh, this is but, where you're you're about to go on a rant about how great you are. I'm oh, gonna, right. I put you on camera. I uh, made you digitally aesthetically appeasing. Um, you know, there's some things that we've we've done for you. We've we've shaped your we've shaped you around a little bit. I have not made a dollar more since I met you. That's not, not a true. dollar more. That is not a dollar more. I want you to know that you have not helped well, me. Well, the because, bottom line of paying my bills, because, not a dollar. Because I have been paid some pennies, no pun intended, on, uh-huh. on this podcast. Therefore, I do know that you have been paid. On no, this. no, it's it's not what. I uh, I have got a little bit, but it's yeah, not yeah. because of you. It's because of my hard work. Oh, oh, okay. Well, yes. This... I mean, I'm carrying you on my back here. I'm going to be the hunchback of Notre Dame yeah, let's when I get done here. Maybe. My God, maybe it's tyranny is what it is. Maybe. I, well, absolutely. I got to hear you talk about West of the 405 bull crap and all that every single time. Nonsense. Now I got to do this damn Benny versus the Penny on the YouTube. It looks good. <laughs> all right, looks we got to move it over to the YouTube. It looks good. And I'm not getting paid for that. No, nothing from that coming out there. And well, uh, yeah. subscribers are coming. Advertisers are coming. So yeah. we're pushing on that. Okay. By the way, since you did mention West of the 405. Uh, I got a lovely compliment the other day uh, on some seared ahi tuna I made. Oh, my God. And your wife adored what I cooked. Absolutely adored She was just it. being polite. No, she wasn't being She's polite. a polite person. No, 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 She's no. a nice person. No, That's yeah. very nice. She's got etiquette. She's got decorum. Yes. She, she's following social norms yes. is what she's she doing. She gave me constructive criticism and feedback and said it was magnificent. I wish Ben cooked like that. She did? Yeah. She was just being kind. And you, see, you are such a dummy. You think that was an honest compliment. I thought that it was. That was not an honest compliment. I thought it was polite, eloquent, and succinct. Yeah. yeah. 
Honestly, you know, my wife loves uh, the Maller cooking. When I make uh, now, she's got this fugazi gluten-free diet, so she doesn't like a lot of the things. She can't eat what I eat because I'm a gluten oh, guy. I'm does, a I'm a rebel with the gluten. Does she not eat ice cream then? Uh, she does, but it's a special fugazi type oh, for of ice cream. Fuck's sake! That's yeah, awful. Right? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Every once in a while, she'll have like a weekend where she'll eat gluten, and it's like living large. She's acting correctly. Uh, at that time, but uh, he's pretty disciplined with the diet. So anyway, coming up on today's podcast, guest gun, we've got uh, geeking out. We got geeking out critters and varmints and endorsement. All right. So which of those do you want to? And we also have, of course, a bunch of pop quiz questions, which I love. Well, speaking of endorsement, this is a good time to remind everybody that if they have not done so already, that they got to go on YouTube. You can do a search on Benny versus the Penny. Because we got week number four, your picks on YouTube. You can subscribe. You can download the podcast or even the, the YouTube video. You can download that, actually. Um, and watch it. You got one game that we have to have postponed between uh, the Steelers and Titans. But yeah. outside of that, you got a full ar- array of games that you're picking. Yeah, yeah. And even if you're not a gambler, and I realize a lot of people aren't gamblers, it's still we're handicapping the game. We're breaking the game down, what we think is going to happen storylines, those kind of things. So it's if you're a football fan, you don't have to be a degenerate gambler like us, <laughs> but you can still listen and enjoy, and maybe you'll learn something, and it'll kill an hour of time and be mildly entertaining. And the best It's not going to be murderous, I don't think. I don't think it'll be a laborious situation. I don't think it'll be strenuous. No, so, especially because yeah. we will not be talking Broncos and Jets at all during that. So that, that Your guys, your guys there, the Denver Broncos, your team, and the Jets with the great Adam Gase, or is he still the coach of the Jets? Sam Who the hell knows? Darnold. Oh. Anyways, yeah, let's go yeah. to uh, let's go to endorsement. All right, endorsement. So I want to thank a random guy in Denver. Random guy in Denver. So I get this message during the week um, from someone I kind of recognize. I kind of recognize, but I wasn't really familiar. And I was like, how do I know this? You know, you know how you get a message from somebody and you're like, how do I know that person? Yeah. Right? And I don't really know. And, uh, and then I, I put it together. And uh, so this, this uh, woman who I dated years ago, right? And uh, it kind of blew me off, wasn't that nice, that kind of thing. You know? And it didn't work. I, I, it was good for a while, but it didn't work out. You know, as all these things go. So she sends me a message. She's living in Denver now, right? She's living in LA. She's living in Denver now. Sends me a message. She's like, hey, I went on a date. I just want to let you know I went on a date with this guy. She's still single, whatever. She went on a date with this guy. And she said, you know, we started talking about sports. And, you know, she's a sports fan. And... So he says, hey, I, I, I listen to podcasts. So they, then the conversation was like, what podcast do you listen to or whatever, that kind of thing. And so the guy's like listing these podcasts to, to listen to, and he named my podcast, this podcast, the Fifth Hour and the Ben Maller Show podcast. Oh. And uh, and so she's like, ah, I can't believe it. How does that guy know who you are? You know, that kind of thing. I'm like, oh, my God. So I want to th- I, I, that's what we're looking for. Now, that was awkward because there's someone I knew back in the day, but I do appreciate that. That's pretty. Awesome. I don't know who that I don't know who that guy is, but thank you. And that's the kind of advertising we're looking for, Gascon. We're yeah. looking for word of mouth advertising, hanging out at a seedy biker bar with your friends and having a couple of drinks and then figuring it out. That's 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 cool. Now, so thank you for that. Now, if we can get that random guy in Denver to have his date listen to the podcast, uh, that'd be better. And uh, I think that'd be really a fruitful thing for me, considering the fact that most of your female listeners come here for me. I think that's... Again, you think this. You have this neurosis. I have an idea. And, boy, did you get burned <laughs> I, I, in last, in last not this week, but last week's YouTube video for Benny versus the Pan. If you're watching I, live or on tape, Gascon starts complaining Oops. starts like a crybaby right it's wine time yeah. he's he's having a temper tantrum i saw the numbers you know he's having this hissy fit yes there's no women it's only men you know he's making he's, he's acting like the pampered west of the 405 toddler being denied a toy at nap time yeah. uh he's acting like that and a toy flying off the hand so 
then within the span of like a couple of minutes, all these women start sending messages in. I'm here. Or, I'm watching with my you know, husband or I'm watching with my boyfriend or whatever. And so you you got completely buried, Gascon. One second you're here, you're belly aching, you're criticizing, you're denouncing the Maller militia as a bunch of deplorable dudes with no women. You're grumbling and then bam, the ladies, the, the female wing. The estrogen wing of the Mala Militia came out, and these ladies were throwing haymakers. They were kicking you in the nuts, and I loved every step of it. It was great. It was uh, it was a little humbling, I, I might add to that. <laughs> I, I was proud to see that when I looked at some of the numbers that the females did crack the uh, analytics portion, and so we have a whopping 2.5% of, uh, of the general public that watch the YouTube videos are now females, so... We put a little dent in that 100% because that's what it was. It was 25 to 44 years of age in the demographics, and it was all men until yeah. last week. And then all of a sudden, females start showing up. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. The sports talk radio format, Guest Guns, a little education for you, is a male-driven format. That's the reason it exists. It exists for dudes. It is the last bastion, the last frontier, the last place for men to be men. And talk about balls, right? No. Yeah, but women love balls. Uh, yeah, some, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> any, anyway, so uh, thank you for the endorsement, and you should be downloading the um, the YouTube thing. If you, don't, you can't watch it live, you can't watch it live, you can still uh, listen to it whenever. That's a great thing about the internet. All right, so we've got geeking out creatures, creatures or critters and varmints. Which one do you want? Uh, Let's go Let's go geeking out. Let's the All right, geeking time. out. So I mentioned this on the radio show briefly, but I had a radio nerd moment. I had a radio nerd moment uh, upgrading another, yet another upgrade from this, this remote studio, which I call Casablanca, mm. the remote studio. Better equipment, top notch all the way, good location, 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 location. The commute is very good. Uh, and so we have upgraded here the advertising because the company has me do these YouTube videos. Some of them have become – we had one that went viral this week, which was pretty cool. That was fun to be part of a viral YouTube video. But we have now a mic flag. Now, if you're not in radio, it's probably like who the hell cares about a mic flag, big you know, whoop-dee-damn-do. But when you work in radio and you have a mic flag, this is like a special geeky thing. So we have now – from this point forward, when the videos go up, the YouTube videos, uh, you will see, uh, you will see the mic flag, and it, it's going to make all the difference in the world. This is gonna, this is gonna cause uh, my salary to skyrocket. The listenership's going to go up. It's going to be amazing. It is going to be amazing. So I geeked out. I was very excited. I sent some photos out on Instagram and Facebook. If you missed those, you can go back and scroll down and see them and click on them. And it's a beautiful looking mic flag. It's a good looking thing. Not really impressed, but it's fine. Well, let's see your mic flag. How about that? We'll do a my mic flag versus your mic flag. We'll have a pissing contest. How about that? I don't, I don't need a mic flag. I got my tie. I got my nice press dress shirt. I got my vest. Yeah, it's good stuff. People look at the uh, people look at the whole wardrobe. They don't look at the mic flag. What the hell are you doing with the mic flag anyway? What's wrong with the mic flag? I don't know. You Why have, are you triggered by the mic flag? Like, it's a beautiful looking mic flag. You are How like, did the mic flag cause you any heartache other than making you look smaller than me? You are like a Saudi prince with all the gear that you have inside. <laughs> Saudi you. prince. That's exactly yes. what it is. I don't, yeah. I don't know if people understand how much equipment you have there. All paid for by the company. No, no. That, again, you again. Stay home. Yes, God. You keep spreading this lie. Uh, this studio is, I'd call it smoke show. It's beautiful. Uh, but here's the thing. Yeah. I this was I'm a self-made man. I, I'm east of the 405. I got a call from WEI in Boston. Uh, they they've been very good to me that radio station over the years, and they asked me. They said, "Hey, uh, can you do some shows? And we'd like to, you know, you, you can do it remotely. You don't have to move to Boston. You can do it remotely from LA. I know you're working at Fox." I said, "Yes." So then we went back and forth, and I decided. And and at, at that time, I was doing stuff in New Zealand on Radio Sport New Zealand. So I was doing a, a lot of extra work on the side and so i said i gotta put a studio in here that was back we had an isdn line now we don't use we have the newest technology but i went out and i pieced it together and i i got uh let's see the one two three four pieces of equipment actually five six there's six pieces of equipment in here 
and uh, put it together. And I, I brought in my guy, Jake Warner, Stay Awake with Jake, yeah, to do some of the wiring because I had the wiring a little off. Um, and that was it. And so, but I, it was, I paid for all of it. Mm. Jessica, what radio company? I, I, Cowherd could get a studio built at his house and paid for the overnight guy. Eh, not not going to happen. Wow. It's just the way it is, Gaskin. Well, you got the mic flag, so you, you you can wave that fucking thing around and be happy about it. That's the one thing you didn't pay for, obviously, then, right? Well, no, the mic flag's right there. It's part of the package. It's part of the deal. I got the, the banner behind me now, the official banner. It's good, looking good. I'm why didn't you get me a Benny versus the Penny banner? I could have put that up. Bad job by you. I, why would I do that? Marketing. Advertising. I'm, everything I'm doing, I'm doing pro bono. I'm doing for the greater good. For the greater That would be for the greater good. We'd see the, the background. They say this is a professional show. Like, I, can't go, I can't go into more debt for you. Like, I, I need to, I, what do they say? What do they say on a tease? How about a payoff? What the fuck is the payoff? You know, How debt, about a payoff? Guess gone. Debt is not really reality. You know why? Because I could die, and I'm not. Yes, the moment you die, your debt goes to zero. Well, you no longer true. have a debt. That is not always true. That's, that's not true, really. How is that not true? How can you pay off your debts when you're dead? Well, no, someone will have to pay it off for you. So, eh, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. Just saying. You think these politicians are worried about the U.S. national debt? Absolutely for example, not. Yeah. No you think way. anyone says maybe we shouldn't spend that money because we don't have it? And you think they have ever? No, of course not. No. It's just a bullshit number that they have. And, you know, there's that website, was it usdebtclock.org? Yeah. And you can keep track and your head will spin. What, it's, uh, what is the U.S. national debt? It's, is it 26 Trillion? Is that what it is? Or billion? Or is it billion or trillion? I'll Probably be, trillion. I'll be curious to see what happens with us in the United States and, and China after uh, COVID is uh, long gone since we'll be- oh, by, by the way, I just clicked on the usdebtclock.org. Yeah. Oh, my God. The numbers are so uh, just spinning out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some kind of... Uh, some kind of reaction here, Gaskin. I might. I got to click off this here. This is crazy. Now, do you ever click on the uh, Doomsday Clock? Uh, I thought we already reached that this year. Didn't we already reach Doomsday? Isn't this Doomsday? We're living in Doomsday. It's not that bad. Yeah. No. Well, we're supposed to have. Don't forget, we're supposed to have an asteroid hit planet Earth just before the uh, 2020 election. Oh, is that right? Yeah. All right. That'll be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't. I don't. What is the Doomsday Clock website? I'll go on it right now. Is it? Um, DEFCON level. Is it DEFCON level? Is that yeah, what it that's is? what they do, yeah. It says we are at uh, 11.58. Oh. Yeah. How about that? 100 seconds. 100 seconds away. <laughs> it's all but over. Make your final... Final uh, push here, Gascon. It's all but over. All right. Uh, critters and varmints. Critters and varmints. Critters and varmints. So... Exciting news here, Gascon. Uh, there is a interloper, an uninvited guest in the Maller Mansion. I mentioned this also briefly. I'll expand on it. I mentioned it briefly the other day on the radio. Uh, but I have an uninvited, uninvited house guest. Uh, and I've been unable to cut them off at the past. So in the attic above the Maller Mansion, I hear a critter or a varmint, not sure which, uh, running amok at night. I don't hear it during the day, but at night. So I guess it sleeps during the day, which means it's probably nocturnal. And it runs around and does its thing. And la, 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 <laughs> la. And, and it, I think it's working out for the NFL draft as much running as it's doing here. or It's training for the Olympics. So I have to decide, and we mentioned this on the show, but I have not made a final decision here uh, because we only mentioned it briefly. People were very excited to give me their advice. Um, but it is concerning when I hear this. I'm doing the show, and it's you know it's one, two, three in the morning, and I hear this thing running over my head. Yeah. So it's some kind of creature to be named later that is running sprints, <laughs> running the forty, running, running around, getting its workout in. It's been going on for a couple of weeks now. I think it's actually been about a month, and I didn't hear it. My wife heard it. the uh, The family heard it. And I didn't hear it, and I finally started to hear it. I guess the the creature 
was bothered that I didn't hear it. So now it's like working right over the studio. <laughs> it's like, I got to let that asshole Mallard know that I'm here. And so, yeah. And I don't know whether it's a rat. I don't think it's a rat because it sounds bigger. But yeah. it might, you know, maybe it's just because the the way the, the building's designed. Could be a squirrel. Eddie thinks it's a squirrel. Raccoon. Raccoon, yeah. Ooh. Possum. How about that? Could be that. Too Could be weed not. man hippie. Could be weed man up there. Too living. bad it's not skunk. That'd be awesome. I did see a skunk on my uh, front lawn, so it could be a skunk. I don't think so. Well, why skunks only shoot their, you know, their poisonous gases yeah. when they're scared. Yeah. If it's not scared, oh, what if it's a skunk? It could. You know, that's actually, that's actually a good one because there was there was a skunk that I saw several times around the house. Yeah. It's possible it figured out how to get into the attic and. But how how does it eat though? There's no food there. Yeah, that's a climb too. I mean, don't for people that know, don't know, you have a three story house, so it's a big house. It's yeah, it's huge. May I recommend, Gascon, you go get some bifocals if you think I have a three story house, you jackass? <laughs> what are you a donkey? What are you gonna do? How are you gonna exterminate yeah. this varmint? Well, listen, I, I'm glad you asked because I have four options here. All right, all right, four options. Now, option number one is to take a piece of cheese and put poison all over it Come on. and toss it up in the attic and hope whatever's up there eats it. Okay. That's option one. That's the simplest option. Just a brief open of the attic, toss it up there, close the attic, done. The problem with that is if said creature, critter, varmint, eats the cheese and does die, I will then have the stench of a rotting carcass in my attic that I will be smelling until it finishes its de- decomposing. So do I really want that? No, I do not want that. So that's option one, which is not or option A, which is not a great option. Option B, now that I'm the lean, mean, maller wrecking machine, I could go up there with a flashlight and a baseball bat and investigate. I'm skinny enough I can get up there and walk around the attic and try to find out what's up there which is rather scary because of the unknown. I've never been in the attic. I've had some people we've hired to put things in the house that have gone up there, but I've never gone up there myself. But we, So we can have somebody go up there, and, and like me, and investigate and go full Rambo, put like battle armor on and go to battle with said creature. Uh, the third option would be to hire a professional. Uh, that's an animal control company. Now, that is like a expensive proposition because I've heard this can get very expensive, uh, very expensive depending on what, what it is, and so that's a big deal. You really want to spend that money. Now, the other option I have, the fourth option, is to do nothing and just hope that it leaves on its own or it dies. That's the, that's the fourth option. Now, I, I did get a message from Tammy in Montana who said that I can go to the Humane Society and possibly get a, a rental cage that I could put up there, you know, the kind of thing where the animal goes in and it drops, you know, put the put the uh, cheese or whatever in there and the yeah. creature goes in and then the, the cage closes. I, I could do that. I don't really know if that's a thing, if that's real. Tammy thinks it is. So so those are my options. I have to decide what I want to do. I, I think you need to get someone to come in for you. The way Hire that, a professional. The way that's, that, what, that's what the West of the 405 crowd would do? No, I, I, this is the 2020 advice I'm giving you because... Things have gone wrong, and things have gone horribly wrong for many a people. Yeah. You don't need to be climbing on a ladder to get up there, only to, God forbid, fall to your demise. What, do you think I want to fall through the roof and die? You could fall on the ladder. You could fall through the roof. There, no, there's, no. I have, I have my sensibilities. I have not completely lost. I know you think I'm a 1,000 years old, and I've lost it. No, I've not lost it. But there's more bad things that can happen than good things. Yeah. Think of the story, though. Life's all about the story, Gaskin. Oh. Right? Didn't I tell you that? Isn't that one of the lines? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's one of the profound things that I said. All right. So if you go up there, then can you at least have someone videotape you going up there? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I could. There's a way. I still have to eat the bull testicles. So I have to tape that first. And oh, yeah. My wife has yet to procure the bull balls, and uh, but she's going to have me do it. I want you to know, those are, some of you are sending me messages, you're not actually going to do it, you lied. No. Uh, 
Now, I don't want to do it. I'm going to tell you right now, full disclosure, I don't want to do it. But my wife thinks it's great. And she's, see, unfortunately, she's using my advice against me. Because I'm like, nah, you know, listen, if we can't find it, we can't find it. We can't find the bull balls, then that's so be it. But she's like, no, no, no. Life's all about the stories. <laughs> so we'll pick up the story. I, I think you should. I'll do one. That's it. Deep fried. Although I'm a little concerned because our friend Shell Shock. The truck driver, the great truck driver, Shellshock, who calls into the show occasionally, said that he did eat a bull testicle. Did he get sick? No, he said it was disgusting. And even though it was deep fried and breaded, just like I'm planning on doing, but he said it didn't matter. He said it was it was horrible. Well, yeah. And that's the problem. See, like, the if I didn't know it was the testy of a bull, I might not hate it. But... It's that lack of, of uh, what do they say, cognitive dissonance. I, I know what it is. Yeah. I'm aware of it. And, if I didn't know, I wouldn't have an issue with it as much until I, because it's after, it's, it's after the fact. This disaster would have been completely avoided if. You, if Paul George had played better or Kawhi yeah. Leonard had made a shot in the second half. Yes, and, I agree with you. Yeah. And I agree with you. And, and that, and now you got to worry about the Lakers winning an NBA title. I'm not worried about that. No one's watching the NBA, please. The NBA's done. Once the Clippers are out, people stop watching. We all know that. Speaking of and, which. And the Miami Heat are going to come back. It doesn't look like they're going to come back, but they're going to come back. Don't sleep on the Heat. Do not do it because you'll get burned. Wow, that's pretty original. Thank you. Speaking of which, uh, i got a Matt Stairs story for you. The great Matt Stairs, the great yeah. Canadian fat hope. Yeah, the one that absolutely destroyed Jonathan Broxton. I was at that game. Were at you Dodgers really? Stadium. Yes, I was sitting waiting. We were anticipating the Dodgers beating the Phillies, and they were going to win the series. They were going to go to the World Series. And uh, wee Matt Stairs hits a moonshot into the pavilion. Yeah, that ball has not even landed yet. Anyways, I uh, I got a an interesting text message earlier this week. From Matt Stairs? No, not from Matt Stairs. Oh, right. But... Uh, Fill me out on this thing. So I got a, a random text message from someone we, we both mutually know. And this individual. Tom Looney. No, definitely oh, not Tom Looney. All right. Uh, and this gentleman said, hey, um, some things are happening next week. And uh, I could use your help. And so I said, well, what do you need? What do you, what do you need help with? And he told me what the circumstances are. And so on a Wednesday night, um, I've been... I've been named as a, as a pinch hitter, and I will formally announce that I will be producing your show on Wednesday night. Wow. Road style. I know you don't like to listen to a lot of people, and you kind of run off on your own way, but... Uh, wait, wait, wait. I, I, I'm i going to be forced to have you on... Well, you're going to be not, on the show? Not, Is really, that, not really forced. More like... Against... I, I was not like, consulted on this. Like, well, uh, where, as, why? as you said, you're not a consultant. Uh, if you Well, no, but I mean, I'm the host of the show. Shouldn't I have uh, Shouldn't I have a say on who comes in here? Or, well, or are they going to have Ralph come in and do the uh, updates or that Finley character or one of those two guys? Well, oh, my God. You don't go in. What am I, a human lab rat? And they're just testing things out on me? It's like a weird science experiment? Pretty much. Let's and test out Mallard. Let's go into Frankenstein's lab and see what we can do with the test tubes. Well, well, when you start going into the radio studio, then you might have a say. I go into a radio studio no. every no. single day you I'm go, in here. You go every single day with uh, tremendous equipment. This is one of the better radio stations I've ever worked at here, this studio. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, because you don't need to talk to anybody when you're in there. It's great. It's wonderful. I come in here. I got my commute. I'm able to make it. I got my lunch pail when I make my commute. Go in here, sit down, put my lunch pail down, and I go to work. Oh. I go to work. I am no different than the construction worker. I'm no different than the truck driver going 800 miles. I, I'm I'm not putting my feet up like the west of the 405 crowd over there. So w with that being said, I, I need to I put in a couple requests uh, a few days in advance. I, I do not want a text message at 3 a.m. saying I need this, that, and the other. Um, I need you to abide by my clock, and I need you to follow my rundown to a T. There will be no Laker bashing, no Bronco bashing. <laughs> 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 yes. 
Well, you keep wishing that. You know, you wish that into reality and see if it happens. Okay? Is, you, can add, you can add a pinch of salt if you want as well. Maybe that'll help. That's one thing I forgot to ask Peter. I wonder how often he actually listened or followed his producer. Because there's yeah. some hosts that do and do not. Well, there are some that are beholden yeah. to their producers yeah. and are absolutely helpless without their producers. Which is like, these wild, are their con- right? these are their confidants. It is amazing when you think about you could have one of these jobs and be so helpless without someone leading yeah. you. You have to be like on a leash, and your your dog owner is carrying. It's wild. Yeah, it, I, I'm amazed that people can rise to levels of success and not have the. You know, just the, I don't know if ambition's the right word, but the desire to do it with them, them you know, their leadership. I don't know, I'm not saying this the right way, but it's like they just, the, the, the computer has to line everything up and then run down and it's like segment by segment. And it's like, really? Now, did, have you ever had a producer that got in your ear and said, you need to talk about this as opposed to this? Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. I've had that in, in, in the past when I was early in my career. I had a donkey of a producer one time who's, if you don't want to talk about this, just go home. (laughs) He told me to leave. (laughs) Told me to leave a show Uh, if I didn't want to talk about what he wanted me to talk about. Didn't you send me a a YouTube video of a couple of hosts that were doing that? Oh, yeah, in in Philadelphia. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, there was one in Texas and there was one in (laughs) Philadelphia. There was a guy in Houston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was great. It was great, and it's like everyone in the business. That was a few weeks ago. Funhouse had it on his his site, but these two local yaks in Houston are going back and forth, and the one guy's getting frustrated because he told the other guy to do something, and the guy's like, "I'm trying to do it right now," you know, <laughs> and and so there's this debate: who's wrong? Is it the guy that was complaining or the guy that was saying, "I'm doing it right now"? And my, th- I was always on the guy that was complaining because. That's one of the things we talked with Peter about this. When you do a show with someone else yeah. and they don't carry their end of the bargain, they don't carry their weight, it is the most painful experience, right? It's the most painful experience because there's got to be this level of synergy when you do a two man show yeah. to make it work. Yeah. And two groups working together for the better good. But then when you do it with someone who's a lazy slack off, in a stumble bum, uh, then the some of the parts are actually uh, greater than the whole. And that's not the way it's supposed to be, right? If one person is doing it, the other person is not. And then it's it, so I totally emphasized, uh, emphasized with that, that guy that was complaining because he told the guy to do this. The guy said, I'll do it during the show. That's like the Shaquille O'Neal line from back in the day, right? Remember the, the great Shaq line when he was playing for the Lakers? He got hurt, and then he waited right before training camp to have the surgery, yeah. and he said, I got hurt on company time, so I'll heal on company time. <laughs> so that that's the mindset. That's yeah. the lazy mindset of that talk show host in Houston was like, hey, I'm only getting paid to do the show. I'm not getting paid to prep, so I'll just wait till I'm in here, and um, you know, sorry, I'll float on the lazy river of mediocrity, and I'll do this only when I'm in the studio. And that's good because you can usually identify those type of cats first segment in five, eight, ten minutes in. Yeah, and then you know if they've prepped or not. And then, well, it's like I always mock every year uh, the people that have the audacity around the holidays. It's the Maller Handbook to Thanksgiving and Christmas Radio. Thanksgiving, who would you like to invite in sports, dead or alive, (laughs) to Thanksgiving dinner? Right? Who gets an extra helping of turkey? Your top. Who gets five who who gets a small meals. piece of uh, of uh, of uh, mashed potatoes? Yeah. What's that? No, I was gonna say your top five Thanksgiving entrees or meals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your side dish. Your favorite Thanksgiving side dish. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Call in right now. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then crit crit. It, it yes. is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? <laughs> Christmas. Who's been naughty? Who's been nice? <laughs> yeah, that's always hilarious for Christmas, and it's. It's just laziness, right? It's just uh, loafing, lollygagging around. It's a chronic. When I hear a host do those kind of topics, it is a chronic case of IDGAF. You know what that is? IDGAF. I don't give a flying fuck. Exactly. Exactamundo. Correctamundo. That's how it is. So, with so. that being said, you better act your fucking part on Wednesday. Act oh, I, your fucking I bring it. part. I bring it every single day. If I have the the gift of hosting a radio show. Do you understand the 
the, the power that that is, but really the responsibility. And I'm not blowing smoke here again. I'm not whistling Dixie here. I'm not. Like, the, the think about when you host a show, what's the most important commodity that you have? The most important co- uh, commodity that you have? Your voice. No, your time. If someone's willing to give oh, you your time. Okay, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the listener, okay, right? I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about the host. No, no, I'm talking about the listener. I mean, that's, I mean, you can get more money. You can, you know, you'll lose money, you'll get money. You can make new friends, you can lose friends. But you only get a certain finite amount of time, and the, you don't even know how much you get. Yeah. You don't even know how much you get. And if you're willing to spend time listening to somebody and give up your time, and that is a, a, a huge deal. And I don't, I don't just sweep that under the rug. I don't. I think that's a big deal. So you try to do a good job. Either that, or maybe we can come in and tape it like a new guest gun, and then we can go out and you know go have a dinner somewhere or something. Yeah. Drive to Orange County and have a dinner because the right. restaurants were, are open. You were celebrating your second visit ever last week on Benny versus the Penny. It was your second visit ever during the pandemic yes. at a restaurant. Yes, I've eaten out twice <laughs> since March at, at the same restaurant, this Mexican restaurant in Orange County that my dad. Uh, we used to go to when I was younger, Wait, and you so and, we still go there. You didn't. You and the missus didn't eat out when you guys went up to uh, like Central California. Oh well, that's true. Yeah, but I'm talking about in L.A. Here. Oh, yeah, God. we went to uh, yeah the Madonna Inn. My wife loves the Madonna Inn. You ever been to the Madonna no, never, Inn? Never. San Luis Obispo. No. no. It is the most gaudy, over-the-top hotel. It's on the hill, looking at the freeway <laughs> there, and it's every room is a theme. You know, it's like w- women love this hotel, Gesca. Yeah. And gay guys, but you should bring, you should bring, uh, you know, somebody, uh, lady friend or whatever. You know, maybe you can meet halfway and uh, hang out there. You know, it's a pretty good idea. Was it a pretty penny? <laughs> Depends on what day you go. It's okay. not, it's not that bad. Right. It's not for, by your standards. West of the four hundred five, you would think this is a flea bag hotel. Wow. By your standards. Wow. Well, yeah. Uh... If you go up there, let me know though, because my wife loves the. They have these cups, and she likes the Madonna in cups. So. I'm not like, kidding, by the way. I'm not kidding. Disneyland souvenir cups or what? They're these big glass, like uh, I don't know how to describe. It sounds them. like medieval know. times when, like the you know, you go yeah, like it's it's unique goblets, right? Yeah, goblets, exactly. Yeah, they're goblets. That's what they are. Yeah, interesting. I'll have to yeah. look that up one day. Well, today's a, today's a day. You can do it. All right, we have pop quiz. You want to do pop quiz here? Yes. All right. Uh, should we? I don't know. We're getting a little long in the tooth. Really? You don't want to do, we want to save pop quiz to the Sunday podcast? Yeah, it might be a good idea, right? All right. Are All you right. loaded tomorrow with, with mail? I have a lot of questions, and I know you don't like answering them because they're awkward for you. Well, yeah. But we can do pop quiz, and we can do uh, the questions. Sure. Okay. Well, I'll see you tomorrow then. All right, listen, thank you again. Uh, you still time. It's Saturday. You can get Benny versus the Penny on the YouTube. Every game being played on Sunday and Monday. We'll break it down for you, handicap it, talk about the matchup, who I think is going to win, who you should bet on, marginal handicapping advice, Benny versus the Penny. And if you don't like that, well, go to Cameo.com. Cameo.com, Ben Maller, personalized video message. Love to have you part of that. We've done a number of cameos for super fans of the show, P1s. And if you haven't had one yet, uh, do anything. Birthday shout-outs, bar mitzvahs, weddings, funerals, you name it. Good, bad, or ugly. You just want a, a positive message. We would love to give you that. Or me ranting about something. I had a guy that paid for a cameo to have me say good things about the Lakers, which was very awkward. Which was very awkward. But I did it. Anyway, so cameo.com. Have a great day. We'll catch you next time. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.